just gonna say hustle and hard like that. Bro got the late game bat- basketball IQ of a brick. Don't you ever disrespect Russell Westbrook like that again. Don't you ever he disrespect him. He got the late game But that's IQ not his game though, brick. baby. Break. What? That's not his game. He That's why he got Paul George. He got Paul George for that. He, he had clutch where? You gonna see his Paul George just got clutch this year. Chill out. Yo, yo, come on. Indiana PG. Indiana PG no. was quarters one through one through four. What? No. But over time, one, against one, the one, Heat. one through three. Yeah, against uh, LeBron. LeBron. And two. Like, Going to the lane against LeBron. That was that. Disrespectful. Not t- I'm not disrespectful. Real disrespectful bro. I'm just. I just want to hear. Like, he's talking about Westbrook ain't this. Paul George ain't that. You don't like the Thunder, huh? Not that. I think it's a deep lying issue within yourself, subconsciously. Now, the KD left, though, I can't do it. I, I feel you. I feel you. I'm respectful. Yeah, I don't bang with him at the I, I hear that. But he didn't, he didn't get traded, though. He left them draft. That's even worse, though. That's what made me not want to stay loyal to the team. Oh, man. You just. Dame, Dame Dollar against Russ? He can't take that. Dame, I'll take that's Dame Dollar. That's how the, what? That's just me, though. Okay, okay. all right. We'll, we'll have to agree to disagree, because that's preferences. crazy. There's purposes, and then there's incorrect opinions. I know it sounds like oxymoron, but that shit is true. <laughs> there's purposes in the world. <laughs> that shit is entirely true. So this segment was supposed to originally started out with it being about DeMarcus Cousins and his return to the NBA and what it means, but it quickly turned into my co-host Mo and Carson being upset and confused as to the legacy of Kyle Korver. Um, I personally don't think Kyle Korver even makes it to the Hall of Fame, but that's not what the argument was about. It was about Marcus Morris and Kyle Korver and then it was it was a lot but it was it was some good content in there i'm gonna let you guys decide for yourselves whether or not i'm laughing because i can't believe they were so convinced that kyle corver has had a or i said marcus morris is on track to have a better career than him but anyway like i said coming up next is this controlled chaos that we call conversation about kyle corver Who's manage you? Time out, time out. So the guy who's averaged a career nine points per game has had a better career than the guy averaging thirteen points per game. Yep. Yeah. That's 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 why I would I would go ahead the and guy, the that. guy who doesn't average more assists or rebounds than the same guy that I just bro, from mentioned. Bro, yeah, because bro, don't, don't he's gone down. Me. He's declined. Take the last three years off the table. Then what was his point totals at? Bro, what was he average? I'm sorry. It and was, also, don't even talk to me about points. Come talk to me when Marcus Morris carries his team to the first place the same way Kyle Corver and Al Horford did when they were on the Hawks. Whoa, you are fucking bugging. You are fucking bugging. You going to disrespect Jeff Teague and Joe Johnson like that? I'll give you Teague. You're not going to give but me Kyle Joe Johnson? But Kyle Corver was the number one option worry. on that team in terms of scoring. Oh, Mo, so, Mo, Mo, goodbye. Mo, 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 goodbye. You, I don't know. I ain't going to let you disrespect my man Jamal Crawford like that. Jamal was a six-man year, but you guys forget about Joe Johnson, who's the best player on that team. Joe Johnson was yes, – Joe Johnson, would, he, would, he would go to the locker room yes, mid-game. He was the best player. He would go team. to the locker room mid-game Joe Johnson consistently. was the best player on that team. The best player. Joe on Johnson. 
Ah, that's and, arguable. Joe and Johnson, he consistently went to. That doesn't change the that Kyle Korver is more of a pivotal role. Marcus Morris, these Celtics teams. On anything. You said, you said, you guys said he's had the better career. I don't see how someone who's averaging less than 10 bro, points a game has a better career. You, bro, in, the, in their prime, I would take Kyle Korver over Marcus Morris. Kyle Korver never had a prime. Any that's day. Prime the game. Game. That's what I'm trying to tell you. What? Bro, you can say and tell me Kyle Korver didn't have a prime. Boy, are you. Are you Who smashes this? What do you have, bro? <laughs> Who's smashing this? Kyle, Kyle Korver had a prime. Who's is Of course, Kyle Corbin had a prime. Kyle Corbin was Corbin one of the most three ball threats in his prime. He always, he, always, he, he made an all star team? Yep. No, he didn't. Yep. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. He made one. Yep. Oh, when he averaged. Oh, yeah. Marcus Morris? When, As Marcus Morris? When he made. When, I'm sorry. Wait. You didn't let me finish. He averaged 12 points. That has to be the lowest total for a non center to ever make. The All Star team in NBA history. Regardless, he made the All Star team. You sitting here trying to say, "Oh, he never had All Star team." Like you said, like you said, he still has a lower career point total than your boy Marcus Morris, who's never made an All Star team. So what are you really saying, Mo? They also said one. That's when the 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 team voting got the whole damn Atlanta squad to start lineup practically. So let's talk about that. Because they were uh, first and they deserved it. That happens every season. So I know what you chat about because every season there's at least one team who has. They should. Who? You so you gonna say the Warriors? The, the Warriors one of them. The Warriors had two perennial All Stars all the time. The last two years they've had three. Yeah, we but I'm saying it's so not always the Warriors. But there's always a team that because of the record wait, of the team they have. Wait, I have I have, I have fair share of people representing the I have team. Power course stats that exclude the last uh, three seasons. Um, let's go. Here we go. Let's start at 2000, 2008. 9.8. The year after that, 9. The year after that, 7. The year after that, 8. 8. The year after that, 10. The year after that, 12. The year after that, 12. 9, 10, 9, 10, 9, 8, 6, 9. So we're not going to have, like in 2010, Kyle didn't set an NBA record for highest three-point percentage. We're not, we're not about to act like that. Well, well, well. What, has Marcus Morris ever came close to setting a stat, setting a record? Um, his 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 field goal attempts as opposed to Marcus Morris's field question, goal attempts. Question. He um that same year he broke the record, guys. He only took two per game. So so he only took two, two every per game. game. So this takes four. I didn't say that. I'm just saying you saying this man is uh, this is so godly of a player and compared to Marcus Morris, and he's only had. Four seasons where he averaged more than ten points. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! It sounds like you've been giving false information. I got one. His second year in the league, eleven and a half. Third year in the league, eleven and a half. Fourth year in the league, fourteen point four, ten. And if you go down, ten point nine, twelve, twelve point one. Oh, I knew he was gonna count that ten point nine. I knew it. As soon as he, as soon as you brought that up, I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I gave you his first three seasons. Three of his four seasons, he averaged over ten. So, look, we we still not we still not going. Okay, that's cool because let's look at let's look at minutes. Let's look at minutes. That's a fact. Minutes played. Mm-hmm. Eleven minutes. Mm-hmm. This man is giving you a point a minute. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, exactly. Hold on. I'll wait. 
I'll wait. I got time tonight. I'll wait. Look, regardless, the point remains the same. That your boy Marcus Morris in his prime, which I guess you could say, you could say he's in right now, I would still take Kyle Korver in his prime because you only have to give Kyle Korver, what, 10 minutes for him to give you the same amount of point outage that Marcus Morris is going to give you? And if Kyle Korver gets hot in one quarter, he's going to give you 20. Easy. You, you crazy. Bro, I've seen him do it. I'm sure you have seen I've seen Marcus Morris do the same shit. I've seen Marcus okay. Morris. You, you pull that stat up for me. Pull up a stat for me where Marcus Morris has ever scored more than 15 in a quarter. I will send you what's $20 his, right now. What's his overall shooting percentage? Kyle Corver shooting almost 60. How many people How many people that's not a, not a, uh, in the front court can say they shoot almost 60% on a career? And not to mention, Kyle Corver is a basically a three-point shooter. He doesn't take twos. He doesn't take layups. <laughs> Ain't no basically. He doesn't at all. <laughs> He's coming off of screens. Like, this man is just putting the ball up and it's going in the hoop. Yep. I don't even know how we got on this subject. This wasn't even what we were supposed to be talking about. You just got me heated, <laughs> You disrespected my boy Corbin, son. You think Yo. somebody who's that old is just going to get picked up by the Utah, just get picked up by the Utah Jazz, who's definitely a playoff contended team, just because he's Kyle Corver? No. Well, that nigga still has something to offer. Nigga, people are still calling Ray Allen's. Oh, my God. You talking about this man, his first, his first five years, this nigga didn't even crack 10 points a game. Who? Marcus Morris. Like I try to tell you, he didn't come into his own until three years ago. Dude, he scored four years ago. He scored 10, and he's been averaging 14, 13, 13, and 12. I see that, but what I that yeah, still oh, that oh, still goes, goes to the point I made. He hasn't done nothing until the, a couple oh. years ago. His first five years, he was doo doo. He, <laughs> he, he had to find himself. Boo-boo. He averaged more than Kyle did in five seasons. Make doo doo. Look, look, he's averaged more assists, more rebounds, less turnovers. Well, he averaged more fouls. Less turn- How is that even possible? He averages less turnovers than Kyle Corver, but Kyle Corver don't touch the ball. He gets stripped. And what? he has about less than 33%. Look at these. I th- I, nah, you, you, got, you got to show me these stats, bro, because I know you Look at these half field goal percentages. I'm looking at the three. What are you looking at? I'm looking at field goal percentages. Exactly. 44, 43, 43, 41, 42, 48 this season. Three point percentage. You ain't talking about that though. 38, 35, 36, 36, 42. It's 36 and a half on a career. And uh, and you're not saying for for someone who's not a shooter, that's not good. I'm confused. And and Kyle is what is he? Yeah. Forty three? He's a shooter though. But that's, that's all he's why ever done. we don't this understand man has been phenomenal that. at it. Exactly. That's it. That's it. You just said, yo, y'all are, y'all are disrespectful. You just man tried. First of all, Mo, Mo, you lost all arguments when you said Kyle Corbin was the number one option and Al Horford was the best player on that team. You 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 clearly forgot about ISO Joe. So Whoa, you, hold you, on. Tie about, tie about, tie about. You dismiss. Here, as if that team didn't have Al Horford and Kyle Corbin, that team still would have been number one in the East. Is that what you're telling me right now? Is that what you're telling me right now? Number one Al in Horford the East? On no. Two, 
Nobody else on number that team one, has. So talk number about one it. in the East, the number one in the East. No, but make it to the playoffs as a top seed, absolutely. Because this is what I'm saying. But Al Horford, Al Horford has now been on two teams that have been number one in the East. Nobody else on that in that squad can, except for maybe Kyle Korver. So like, so he's had, so he's had good luck. What does that mean to me? Oh yeah, it's just, it's just good luck now, right? Now, now <laughs> Al Horford is a big piece. When, when Marcus Morris don't have the stats to back up his stuff, oh, but he's still nice. But when Al Horford does it, it's just good luck. Okay. I didn't say that. I just said Joe Johnson was a bigger piece than, than what you're saying right now. And correct me if I'm wrong. Nope, I'm not wrong. I know I'm not. This man, this man, Joe Johnson, didn't average less than 20 points in, in Atlanta until the season, the two seasons before he left. And th- those were 18 points and 19 points. Like, come on, baby. Now, let me go back man, to our just, I just don't know how you tried to respect Kyle Corbin. Like, this man, like... Yo, Kyle Corbin at best was that team's fourth option, bro. Bro, but, like, you but you disrespected my man. Like, he's second all-time at three-point percentage among shooters who have, like, more than 3,000 shots. Steve, nope. Steve Novak is fifth, but guess where he at? Unemployed? Well, well you telling me that Steve Novak is fifth all-time at players who have more than 3,000 three-pointers attempted? That's what you're telling me. Fifth. I don't know about fifth, but his percentage is pretty high, though. But this he doesn't, man he doesn't have 3,000 three-pointers Ooh. under his belt. That's what I'm saying. The threes his entire career, and he's still second all-time on the list. <laughs> this man has the most conse- – he has the record for most consecutive games with a three-pointer. Not Reggie Miller, not Steph Curry. No, this actually, man. Steph Curry does. Actually, no, Steph Curry Steph Curry took over, took him over last season. That's a fact. You're right. That's, that's because he's still playing. Like, how you let somebody who ain't wasn't in the league for the first six seasons of your career come in and take your crown? Right. Because he's not that big of a role. Gotcha. Copy. I mean, Copy. Steph also plays a lot more games than Kyle does. But Copy. Steve Novak is a career 43% shooter, by the way, from three. Um, how many but- does he have on his career, bro? He's he's unemployed. I mean, what do you want me to do? Tell them to play him more? The man is a slower Kyle Korver, if that's possible. But he's not a better – like, there's, like Kyle Korver is the Kyle Korver, bro. Like, I don't know how you try to disrespect this man's name. Listen, like, he could be – you know why I'm disrespecting him? Because he's a career 9.8-point scorer per game. You can replace those nine points. But not in the – man, not with the high efficiency that he does, bro. It doesn't matter. I can get nine. Like, like, who are you really? Who are you really finding? Who doesn't need to get into a rhythm that can give you those nine points off of three shots? Someone who plays who? in the paint. I don't need them off three shots. I just need the point. Period. But, the, but that's what I'm saying. But you wait. You wasted possessions trying to get this other person nine points. Not necessarily. Get you a rim runner. Have him dunk the ball on alley oops. There's your. There's your nine points. But, but you. But you still need at least five possessions because he's a rim runner. He can't take threes. I'm sorry. Five to three. I'm pretty sure in today's NBA, which Kyle Korver still plays in, you could definitely get two more possessions out of that. It's okay. I mean, yeah, there there are more possessions Fine. now. I'll give you that. But still, what I'm saying is, in today's NBA, you look at the people who are averaging nine points, and you look at their efficiency. Mm. I don't think you can really take that away from Kyle Korver. Listen. Wow. Kyle Korver ain't that big of a deal, dogs. Mark- I know he's not, but the fact that you tried to disrespect his name is. I don't know about disrespect because Marcus Morris is, is not, he's the better player, bro. Like, that's what. Now. What do you mean? Oh, he's had a better career just because. How? His career bro, is longer, bro. Like when when, when Morris gets some rigs under his belt, then we can say he had a better career. Kyle Corbett has a ring. 
He doesn't? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Thank you. Moving on. Oh, wait. Concord no. does have a ring. Oh, because oh, he, he wasn't on that team with LeBron that just won that ring? Oh, okay. I about to say he won with Cleveland, didn't he, in, in 16? Yes, sir. In 16? Yeah, but you've been wrong big time twice. Concord ain't got no ring. Concord ain't never been to All Star. What you got against Concord? Concord ain't never been to All Star. Concord never won a three point contest. Concord doesn't shoot efficiently for three. Concord was never on the Sixers. Relax. Relax. First of all, he came to Cleveland. He wasn't even there for the whole season when they got the number one seed. So let's not act like he was part of the reason they made it there. Um, Second of all, in the playoffs, hold on. Let's let's bring up his playoff stats because this you guys tried to discredit. That's not even what the segment was about. This man just tried to discredit Kyle. <laughs> Y'all try to make him seem like he's better than he fucking is, and he's not. No, because you tried to make Marcus Morris seem like he's better than he is, and he not. First he of all, Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris is giving both of y'all teams buckets. So I don't want to hear. Sh- I don't want to hear Nathan. I don't want to hear Nathan. Nada. Not a not a ting. I mean, out of out of eighty two games, I mean, damn, oh, somebody got to give you buck. He has to. He gave him eighteen points in nineteen minutes. Come on, son. I mean, I mean hell, out of eighty two games, son. I mean, somebody gonna get get oh, buckets on go. you. Here we go. Here we go. Somebody got to do it. If not him, then somebody. Somebody got to do it. It's gonna happen on any team, any given night. I mean, hell, it's, look it's, at Evan Fournier. Evan Fournier, so you on the I, bum ass. On a bum-ass Magic team, he get buckets every now and then. Evan Fournier is actually an excellent scorer, so I need you to put some respect on his name. Um, oh, now every but Kyle oh, Corbin, right? <laughs> no, oh, okay. Get over it. He's not yeah, a scorer. Alfred Payton is a top. Alfred Payton is a top to ever play in the NBA. Mo, Mo, shooter does not equate case. Fucking Steve Novak is one of the best scorers of all time. You got to, so, so, so what you're gonna tell me is Clay Thompson isn't one of the better scorers of all time. Clay Thompson doesn't always just shoot threes, though, now does he? Predominantly. Last yeah. you tell me is Kyle Culver can't 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 pull up for one one two pointer and one uh, layup a I, game. That's I, what you're telling did, me. Did I, did I say that? Have you? When's the last time you seen Kyle Culver drive the hoop and lay it on somebody? Never. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the last time you see? What was the last time you see you see Clay Thompson do that by himself without already being on his way to the hoop? Except to get for the, the pass. Except next game, I've seen it quite a few times. Where he actually got the ball and then drove to the hoop after getting the ball, he wasn't already on his way to the hoop while the play was, while the play was made for him to get to the line. Like that's what I'm saying. Like so you say, Marcus Morris is you say Marcus Morris is so good, but he has one of the, if not the best systems in the NBA to play it. So it's the system now. So you gonna tell me, bro? You gonna tell me it's not? You gonna sit here and tell me I that don't... Marcus Morris isn't shining right now? So you gonna tell me Markeith Morris has been considered the better Morris brother their entire life? Until Marcus Morris hits the Celtics, and now Marcus Morris is the better Morris Marcus, brother. Marcus Morris also has gotten the most minutes, more minutes with Boston. Um, like that's been a thing. Like he's averaging. Like a- I said, it's the system, bro. Like what? You, what you chatting about? So I don't. I don't know if system and minutes have anything to like. Minutes have more so to do with the system because if a player you tell me if he goes to a, a different system, he's gonna get those same amount of minutes, and he's gonna be just as efficient, or he's not gonna get more minutes and be less efficient. I'm talking about the time he's on the court to score the ball. It's not like they're running plays for Marcus Morris. Let's just be real honest. I haven't seen the Celtics run not a single play through Marcus Morris. Bro, Marcus Morris is scoring 14 points right now, right? Sure. How many players on the Celtics are scoring more than 14 points right now? Maybe like two. And you're telling me he doesn't get plays run for him? 
Really? I don't think so. But wait, now all of a sudden he's getting credit for for that. So now, he, so he, so he's good enough to get plays run through him. Except for in this example, you telling me oh, people don't run plays for Kyle Korver, bro? What do you mean? You have How to run a play he gets for his Kyle. Points. You have to run a play for Kyle Korver. Not, not necessarily. So you're saying a screen? Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Time so, out, so, out, so screen, out, so a screen, so a series of screen is not a play. So what you're saying is, so what you're saying is, uh, Kyle Corbett gets all his nah, plays run for him, and Marcus Morris gets none of his plays run for him. That's that's your argument. I didn't say none, but you are gonna tell me Kyle Corbett doesn't get plays? So hold on, you. So you mean to tell me uh, dribble do- dribble drive kick isn't is always designed? Um, I, I would I would I would say so. You would say it was always so, designed, so or teams, you, so, teams, so like like said, because that's like exactly how Marcus Morris gets his threes with Kyrie. Like most said, like most said, teams don't have systems. I'm not saying teams don't have systems, but I'm, I'm you can't asking. say as many three pointers as Kyle Corver has taken. Oh he's taken God, over five. Man. He's taken over oh five thousand. He's taken over five thousand. So you saying all five thousand? He he had five thousand plays right Obviously before. not. But the best okay for plays called for Kyle Corver to get open. So 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 wait, hold on. Okay, let's let, let, let's let's think about it from this aspect. Like you, like I said, Marcus Morris is like the third option. On the Celtics right now, okay. Kyle Korver, I mean, when he was on the Hawks, he was. No, he was not. Uh, Kyle Korver was definitely one of the main options. He on, definitely was the third option. Oh my! He God. definitely was. He definitely was the third option. He wasn't the third scorer, because Yo. he was a starter. Because J- Jamal Crawford would have been the third Yo, option. Jamal he was the fourth Crawford because he called the, the bench. Option. He came off the bench. How the hell are you the third off, option off the bench? So he was not even in the game. So how is, how is he won the title. How is, how is Lou Williams the second option on the Clippers? He's not. Because he don't start. Wow. He's not the second option on the Clippers. Wow, wow. So you're not an option, but you averaged the most points on the team last year. You don't start. How can you be the number one option and you're not starting? So when I the ball tips off and you're uh, not in, hold one? on, hold on. Hold on. I said, hold on. How can you be a top five option if you're not in the game when the ball tips off? When the ball tips off and you're not in the game, how the hell are you an option? That's a fact. Not to mention, when you do get in the game, you get into the game with four people who are never an option. Thank you. Listen, (laughs) what is what is what is what is wrong with y'all? Like, why is this? Why is this wrong with you? You, you, like this man. Why are y'all having such a difficult time understanding what's going on with, with Kyle Corbin? Like, Kyle Corbin was never nobody's third option, B. And for y'all to say that, Put some respect on Kyle Corbin. <laughs> Put some respect yeah. on Kyle Corbin. Man. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, what, can, we, can we really talk about this? What family do you belong to right now? Cause I'm confused because I'm befuddled. Y'all niggas said Kyle Corbin was the third option. He was. He was a starter. Third. You can't you can't have a bench player as a higher option a than this man when he's not in the game. Option. That's crazy. That is beyond me. Uh don't listen, as long as y'all keep that stuff on, on your show, because ain't nobody everybody else gonna look at you crazy the way y'all talking. Y'all talking, y'all talking big crazy. Oh, I don't think we're the ones talking crazy. I think you was giving y'all this good. man Marcus Morris too much credit. Y'all straight, man, because y'all, y'all niggas is tripping. Roger Goodell, you got some explaining to do. I just 
I'm I'm not a Saints fan. Like I always mention, I'm a Jets fan. But <laughs> I just need to know why that wasn't a pass interference call or or a roughing or or the defensive receiver hit. Like there were so many things that could have been called on the on the play where the Saints could have clinched their trip to the Super Bowl that wasn't called. And I think the league needs to quickly address how badly their officials not only missed this call, but how they're going to take away the people who are basically saying the league is rigged because that was such a blatant and obvious call that normally if a coach clamors for a type of thing like that, the ref will throw the flag. They were clamoring up and down the sidelines and they didn't budge. But the crew and I talk about more about that very necessary but uncalled for pass interference missed call. Check it out. Especially for you, because we know what it's like to feel robbed in a playoff game because of Dead Bryant uh, catch. So yes. you, you, I know you felt. I know you felt how the Saints felt last Saturday. No, last Sunday. You're right. I know you felt it. I know. I was like, nah, we can't do this without Shep because he knows he can relate. Yeah, you know. Um... The referees are probably the worst thing that's ever happened to the sport. And the rule change. That's kind of ironic because they're supposed to help the sport. Well, here's <laughs> what the thing is, too, is what they're out here, somebody was talking about, is that he, uh, these referees picked for these playoff games are like all-star groups, and it's not like regular groups that are always together. Like, it's like mm-hmm. the best referees out of each, you know, referee uh, team. Because, you know, other referees go in teams, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. These, maybe something that was in the mix of somebody wasn't there to say, I don't know, that was just negligent. It is so negligent to the point where there is going to be a rule change next year because of this. Like, you almost, I wouldn't even call it that. You almost have to think the conspiracy theories, uh, theorists are right. Because yeah. that was a blatantly missed call. There is no way you can miss that. Like, the whole world knew it. Even the man who did it knew it. He got up, looked for the flag, and then he kept running. Yeah, he's like, oh, shite. And then, then celebrated. Like, his celebration was mad slow. He knew he hit that boy at the wrong time and too hard. Yeah. Like, they could they could have called four different things. <laughs> four. Four different things could have been called in that play. Mo, I need, I need your input, dog. I, I'm, I need your input. No, no, Mo. Mo, you speechless? That's the first time ever. I don't think Mo has ever been speechless on the subject. I don't understand it. Oh, that's what happened. All right, he good, he good. But nah, Shep, like, I'm having a real, real difficult time understanding how this happened. But I mean, it happened. It it was a whole week ago. I mean, I guess I should get over it. But Saints fans are never going to get over this. No. You know what's funny is I have this guy I work with that's a big Saints fan. And he became a Saints fan back in the day. He didn't have a favorite team because he didn't want to pick the Giants or Jets. So he chose the worst – one of the worst teams in the league. And it was either the Buccaneers or the Saints. And he chose, like, the Saints back in, like, the 70s as his favorite. Wow. And he's been riding ever since, so dude. So you're telling, me, you're telling me this man has been a Saints fan – since Archie Manning? <laughs> yes. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not Archie. Archie. And I looked at this guy in the face, and how dejected he looked on that Monday morning. It was I felt bad for him because I've <laughs> been there. 
Yeah, yeah, nah. That's Ezra caught it. Green Bay doesn't deserve it. <laughs> man, man, listen. I I don't know. Is there any there's nothing really else to say about it? It was just that I think the league is rigged. Yeah. That was bad. I don't think the league league is rigged. I don't believe that all star thing that Shep was saying. Like that that don't make no sense how they have all the best refs. And now all of a sudden, the best refs can't ref together. That don't make no sense. That's <laughs> no, the truth. It's the truth, though. It's it's a crew that's not known to be together throughout the entirety of the season. Well, yeah. Well, I, I get that. But what I'm saying is, if they were like, oh, these are the best refs. <laughs> See, this, this is what I'm saying. If that's the problem, they should just get the best crews and, make, and let the best the games instead of putting together an all-star repping cast. That's, That's what I'm saying. But here's one thing, too, is Mike Pereira was saying as well, uh, shout out Mike Pereira, uh, he was talking about how there should be an added crew member to the referee staff that's strictly for film, strictly to look at every play and have, like, an overturning effect to it. Like, everything is under reveal. So, this is my, this is my suggestion, because I'm tired of all these missed calls is why are we still letting the refs make the calls? We got the three-play center out with the caucus. Let us just, <laughs> look. You trying to be like an ultimate Frisbee league and shit, or are you just, everybody's the ref? No, this is what I'm saying is, instead yes. of having the refs on the field making the calls, we should have the replay center, add cameras, add cameramen to the game, allow the cameramen to be like, all right, this cameraman stays on wide receiver one. This is the wide receiver one camera. This is the wide receiver two camera. This is the running back camera. This is the linebacker camera. And Every and they just have the replay the replay center watching the calls. Obviously, the refs can make calls in in game like they normally do, but all the missed calls come straight from the replay center. Replay nah, center. Damn it's a stop. That is a, that's a foobar idea. Damn, damn all that. You know what you need to do? You just need to make the right calls. It's not that damn hard. It was well, it was, it was an okay called game, for the most part. They, it, it it really wasn't even like it was okay. It was hit or miss. These were just really bad calls. And it wasn't like their view was obstructed. Two referees had clear view of him get cleaned before the ball got there, and he was a defensive receiver. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You saw what Sean Payton said. The the Goodell came out. He was like, not only was it – I mean, he called the – my bad. Not Goodell. He called the head head referee, the the person who runs all the referees, the guy who runs the the referee – organization, association, whatever it is. And this man mm-hmm. said to Sean Payton, not only was it pass interference, it was also helmet to helmet, and they just missed it. <laughs> How? You know, you know Sean Payton t- taking out his evil book and writing into his, uh, into his targeting section, Rams. Used <laughs> <laughs> to target Rams, headshots, Jared Goff. <laughs> Yo, that, that begs the question, though. That begs the question. Um, I I think there should be some things that should be replayed, like, like I mean, pass completely replayed. And pass interference shouldn't be a seventy yard penalty if it happens that far down the field. Fifteen yards are nothing. Well, that's what's right. up. Right, but that was the game. The Saints had it locked up after that. That was an automatic first down. Uh, they they deal the ball three. Timeout. That was ball game. That's ball first game. First of all, we're not we, we're not gonna talk about how the Saints didn't run the ball on first down either, but. That second down was the second down. I think it was third down. I think it was third. It was yeah, third it was down third. that the play happened on because they had to have they had to bring in their field goal unit after that. Right, right. So, but they made. I mean, they made the field goal and then the Rams scored a touchdown. And yeah, but the Rams, that, That's what I'm saying is the, the the same way people are saying that 
Tom Brady only won because Pat Mahomes didn't touch the ball in OT. The Saints should have had the opportunity to keep the ball out of Jared Goff's hands. And people are saying, like, oh, the Saints got the ball first in OT. They had a chance to win this game. I'm like, that's besides the point. Besides the point whether or not the Saints had the chance to win the game after the fact, the fact remains that the the Saints should have won that game on the play of the Rams. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like, oh, yeah, the Saints could have played better and won the game. No, 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 no. The way that the Rams played took the option to win that game out of the Saints' hands, and the refs did Mm. nothing about it. (laughs) Right. I mean, listen, man, I I really feel for my Saints fans. I would never tell them just to get over it, but, I mean, All what right. more can we do now? What more can we do now? Nothing. I mean, you know, Section 17, Rule Number 3, Article 2. <laughs> the only thing is with those Saints fans, man, yes, that that window on the quarterback is closing rapidly. Yeah. Like that Teddy Bridgewater, though, who, according yeah. to – According has, to Alex Fowler, is there a place? All right, I'll give you that. I feel you on that. That that's respectable. I can respect that. But man, listen. I the Patriots. The Patriots. I had to. I had to. Shep, I hate you for being a hundred percent right so far. That's okay. Super Bowl part. Um Tom Brady's the GOAT. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. Been known that. This team, this team was not supposed to make it at all, especially not their offense. I, I, I just don't. I mean, they did face the Chiefs' defense, which has been historically bad this year. Oh, I mean, they can't line on side. So, can we talk about how Sony Michelle went went for like what three three touchdowns on the boys, something like that? Like, I mean, I mean, Williams, uh, Damian Williams, not Damian. I forgot what his name is. It might be Damian, but the Chiefs Williams. had three touchdowns too. So, I'm not even counting that. I'm just counting the fact that. The Chiefs, y'all couldn't get one stop, just one, just one stop. You you were shutting them down the whole game, and you couldn't get one stop, one. I when I saw the game was I think what was it, um, seven seven uh fourteen or something. It was real small going into the third quarter. I'm like, oh, this is this is a pretty close game, not a shootout. And then the fourth quarter happened, and then the floodgates opened. Man, it was bad. I'm like, damn, that, neither one of y'all can stop a nosebleed now. It's like, all right, we agreed to stop playing defense in this next half, right? First one to not score wins. So, I mean, <laughs> shout out to Brady. I kind of feel that Robert Kraft might be like sixth tier, like Illuminati Freemason. And like, <laughs> he's fucking sacrificed the goat to win all these Super Bowls. And Tom Brady's like fucking done a blood curse. Like, to, you know, there's no way he could be this good. Bill Belichick has drank fucking goat blood, I swear to God. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on with that Patriots organization, but hopefully they lose. Hopefully I don't have to talk about – I'm winning the ball. I mean, you, you want to put a C-note on it? Hell no. Hell no. no, no. This is the one thing, though, that I have to say about the Patriots organization. What's and that? the only people who have seemed to really copy their format is the other team that's in the Super Bowl right now is the Rams. And that's – the Patriots are the only team you could really say – makes trades risky like trades and moves almost every season almost every season you see the patriots give up what are they best players or somebody who is considered what are they top players in order or a future player of theirs and by that i mean like jimmy garoppolo jb collins you know what i mean like you see them giving up top tier players to get like two or three like bench piece not bench pieces but like defensive like rotation pieces that they end up just 
using in order to outlast everybody in terms of team depth going at going towards the end of the season. Like that's really all it is. You know, it was like other than that, I have no idea why the Patriots are so good because they don't have draft picks, they don't have players. Like it's really like the trades that they make midseason are the only thing that points to any of the reasons why they're always in it at the end of the season. Uh, we can we can we please stop talking about them, please? It's <laughs> make me itch. It's make my eggs my act up. <laughs> I don't I don't talk about these guys no more. Please, 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 please. Hey man. Tom Brady keep playing like this. You might have to keep talking about him until he's fifty. <laughs> like, nah, nope, nope. Damn all that. Look, I'm scratch. I'm scratching my neck as 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 you say that. Like, you guys please. remember about a couple weeks ago when we had like that? Uh... All right, so boom, check this out. So basically, in Major League Baseball, any player that's under their prime and is a perennial All Star normally would be, you know, signed to a mega deal by now. There's two, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, who remain to be unsigned. And Shep and I, we take a couple of minutes and basically talk about why teams in Major League Baseball are choosing now to be extremely frugal. Check it out. Multiple deals and he doesn't like them. I mean, the White Sox signed everyone except his mother to a contract. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think the White Sox... I are hoping he signs with them by default because Bryce picks the Phillies first. They're but really trying to catch that 05 fever. Yeah. I don't, oh, I, I, you know, that lineup scared me as a kid. And I was like, oh, man, the White Sox, the White Sox, the White Sox are going crazy. Uh, with Jim Tomei, uh, Burley. Jermaine Dye. You know, right, Jermaine Dye. Yeah. There were monsters over there in the other side of Chicago. Um, yeah, man. But – no, Shep, I, what is it about, like, Major League Baseball teams that no one is re- willing really to, you know, spend that money on these players? Well, what it really boils down to is that uh, all the owners are on a high horse. They think they can control the way that everything is, and they are controlling it. So what will probably lead is the MLB, uh, PA, or whatever it is in the next, I think, three years, whenever it's up for, like, a re- uh, like, uh, like uh, they can go on strike again. Is what I'm trying to say. So I think in the next couple of years there'll be a strike for the player, the players' union, or whatever it is, because mm-hmm. the owners are kind of taking liberties with players in the sense of like money wise. You know, people are still getting paid. Don't get me wrong. Like, you just look at people such as John Carlos Stanton getting massive amounts of money, but at the same time, it's like, how could you have talented players such as Bryce Harper and Manny Machado not get signed? And even last year, Jake Arrieta and J.D. Martinez didn't even get signed to even later than this point in the year. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of it's kind of a crazy thing. You would think a player such as Bryce Harper or people who don't even know baseball have still heard of him. You know what I mean? Players mm-hmm. like that, you think he'd be snatched up instantly, you know? Right. Just like if Kevin Durant was a free agent, you know, max contract anywhere. You know what I mean? Right. Or, you know, I, whatever. But I, for, I forgot about the J.D. Martinez. He did sign pretty late, but yeah. come on now. J.D. Martinez, don't get me wrong, great hitter, um, solid solid um, D.H. for sure. He's the MVP of the league last year, pretty much. But not come on, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, Gold Glovers. Come on, man. Come on, man. Dude. Come on, man. 
call me when you win something. <laughs> you know You're right. Call me when you run it out to first base. Call me when you aren't asking clown mm-hmm. You did not bring up that runner to the first base thing. Come on, Shep. Dude, You're better than that. Ben Machado is uh, not as good as everybody. He, he could be better. Dude, I, the thing is, though, is like, if you're going to ask me as a Yankees fan, who do right. I want to play Yankees? And you're going to give me D.D. Gregorius or Manny Machado, I'm going to pick D.D. Gregorius. Hmm. Gregorius is more of a, is he's more of a fit for what the Yankees need than a Manny Machado. He, we don't need another big head in that. We have, dude, this is a team, you got to think, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, Gary Sanchez, you know what I mean? Like, budding star such as Glaber Torres. You want to get rid of Miguel Andahar so Manny Machado can play third base? What, what if Manny, Miguel Andahar turns into the next big thing, the next A-Rod, you know, minus the steroids? Yeah, okay. I was about to say, please clarify that for the people out there because <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't want that version of A-Rod. It's, it's just, there's, there's, when it comes to the Yankees specifically, right, right. there's so much question mark talent that is looking like ace in the hole talent, then why would you screw it up and bring in somebody like Manny Machado? You know what I mean? Okay. I, 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 I get you, but I feel like you guys don't need the attitude on the on the Yankees. You guys don't need that, that, that hater. I feel like the Yankees are at their best when they're hated. Like, when people are okay with the Yankees because, like, right now with Judge, they are. Not I feel like, year, but the year before when Aaron Judge was first in the league, everybody was like, oh, look at the Yankees. Yay. It's all fun. Yay, Yankees. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We, what you need is the da 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 <laughs> You know what I mean? The fucking evil empire. That's what everybody wants the Yankees to be. But here's the thing is you want chip on – you can have chip on your shoulder Manny Machado or you can have an actual solid defensive player such as D.D. Gregorius. I don't know. That it, you know, it is what it is. If you want to hate Aaron Judge, go ahead. If you want to hate, you know, Giancarlo, you want to hate Gary, you know, Gary Sanchez is the biggest joke of a defensive catcher I've ever seen in my life. But that's besides the point. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. You know, what do you think? Like, where, where do you think they're going to land? How about that? Where do you think these two are going to? I think, I think Bryce is going to end up back in Washington. I think Manny lands in Philly. Um, if Manny lands in Philly, it'll give Philadelphia to the big trio of disliked athletes in every major league sport of theirs. Yeah. They got Joel Embiid. Um, they got <laughs> Manny Machado. And I don't really think anyone on – they don't really like anyone on the Eagles per se, but the Eagles feel like everyone in the world hates them anyway. So we'll just we'll just say them as a team. The Flyers are <laughs> Simmons. <laughs> oh no! Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, but they're tag team. Like Joel is more in your face, like rude with it, and Ben is just like don't fuck with me type of type of attitude. So I mean, they're they're a good tag team. All right, so I'll, I'll throw Ben Simmons in there. You right, you right. But I, that's how I think it's gonna go. Um, I was saying, I was saying Wayne Simmons on the Flyers. Oh, Wayne Simmons on the Flyers. I thought you said Ben Simmons. My bad. See, look, anyone named Simmons needs to go to Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just a, it just seems to be the thing, but yeah, I think that's gonna. Nationals offered over three hundred million for Bryce Harper, and he didn't take it. 
for the Cardinals? No, for the for the Nationals. Oh, he didn't take. Um, I, I mean, I think he's going to end up taking. Um, I think some one of these players might end up taking one year deal. And the Nationals I, also uh, signed three or four players, uh, a couple outfield players, and some other players as well. Oh, so never mind. Shut that whole. You, you shut it down for me. All right. So the Braves. He goes to the Braves. <laughs> you just want to stay in the NLEs, don't you? Just make you like. I think I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that's where it looks like they're going. Unless Manny's like, you know what, White Sox, thank you for looking out for my family. I think truthfully, he doesn't give a damn about if his family gets signed or not. Like, <laughs> I, really Dude, I don't think he cares if he plays for a winner or not, as long as he gets paid. It's like Rob Cano. All right, come on, man. You didn't have to bring him up. You know he's on my team oh, now. I, I forgot. I still and, and I have to somewhat defend him because he's on my team now. <laughs> you understand? I'm a humongous Robinson Cano fan. I've been a huge Robinson Cano. Dude, I have a Yankee. I have baseball cards, and I have all. I have them all separated into teams. I still put Robinson Cano with the Yankee players, even though he's wearing a Seattle jersey. <laughs> he said, "Even though he's wearing a Seattle jersey, um, I, listen. I hope he has one of the greatest Renaissance seasons ever. Um, I do think he needs to be turned into a hell a first baseman. No, he can't be because we have Peter Alonso coming up. Um, I, I just hope the NA, the NL goes goes to the DH within the next two years. He needs to be his fucking DH <laughs> exactly because um, that's gonna look pretty bad in the field. But you know what, Mister Shep." I appreciate this insight, brother, because I feel like no one else can really talk to me about baseball except for you. So I, I feel like I got some clarity now with where I think the players are going, man. That's it. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. You can reach me at Pharaoh underscore GL on Twitter. Twitter, the bird. <laughs> don't all speak at once. No, you don't need to follow me. Okay, there's Shep. Go ahead, Mo. I hear go. Let me get the this guy. First of all, nah, cough like, medicine isn't oh, okay. Go ahead. Nice. Uh, nah, y'all, y'all, y'all know who it is. No, nope, sure no. Reckless. Yo, who is that, son? You, you go miss my handle. I don't know. Somebody need to cut that out. If they miss my handle, how are they gonna catch me on the gram and on Snapchat? Well, whatever you exactly. decide to proceed. Yeah, there you go. Okay. But anyway, as I was saying. You know who it is. It's your boy, Mo Reckless. The E is a three. The three is an E. Wow, wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? You catch me on that. You know, follow me on Instagram. See my little pictures and stuff that we don't put up there. And uh, you know where you can always follow me at on Twitter. The name is, <laughs> let me get a beat. Beat. There it is. All right, words. N-O-T-O-R-I-O, the U.S. M-O, E-S, Mo. Yeah, that's my name on Twitter. Y'all go ahead, follow me out there. You know what I'm saying? I can get y'all my Snapchat, but I don't need y'all trying can to find that. Can we get a spell check on Notorious just now? I feel like he said it way N-O-T-O-R-I-O. too fast. N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U. Listen, brother, I'm just making sure. I don't want people to be out here at in the wrong mode. You feel me? Don't at that other guy. Right, right, the other guy. You know what I'm saying? already know. N-O-T-O-R-I-O-U-F-M-O-E. Yes, that's my gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, my IG, you know what I'm saying? 317th underscore and the illustrious Twitter handle, uh, stat underscore GL. Um, I and I think I think that's all I got for that. But yo, tell me why, right? For everyone listening, like there's this option 
for y'all to donate to the crew. You know what I'm saying? I could use a new pack of socks. You know what I'm saying? Shep could use, you know what I'm saying, a different team. Yeah, that's going to take a lot more donations, but we could work towards that. Mo? I hate blueberry muffins. Oh, my God. Don't send no donations to Shep. Shep, Shep is done. <laughs> Not a single one. This is Shep's This is Shep's hey, well, restriction. Yo, Shep, Shep is the person who presses the do not press this button person. Like, that's him. Do not press this button. Hey, hey listen, talking about my team. Both ways before he presses. Talking nah. about my teams. Talking about my quarterback. It's not fair. Hey, listen. You know how white people say restriction and black people say punishment. Except on restriction. <laughs> so they used to call punishment in my house too. You better relax. Nah, you on restriction, man. <laughs> he said. He said, hold on, hold on. I got punishment back in my day. You know about to disrespect me, man. I, I think chap, chap, you got to stay inside. No, uh, no radio, only TV and video games. Is that was good? He said no radio. <laughs> no AM circuits. <laughs> Yo, I don't even feel like talking about what I was going to talk about. Thank y'all for tuning in and getting live with the crew, man. We'll see y'all next week. You are good. Uh-huh.